Welcome to Today on Broadway for Thursday, September 6th, 2018. I'm Broadway World's Matt Tamanini. And I am Broadway star James Marino. It's the 6th? Oh, okay. It's yeah. the 6th. The okay. date's wrong on the schedule because I did this after midnight, so it was really confusing. But uh, <laughs> again, the date thing really throws us off every yeah. time. Um, but I, I did it last night uh, or the early this morning because last night I went and saw the first preview of the production of In the Heights that is running at the Orlando Shakes. It's actually just Orlando Shakes now. They changed their name. Uh, Orlando Shakes through October 7th. It was Fantastic! They have a, a mix of both local and New York talent that does a lot of their shows, and the the cast for this is is fantastic. Um, just looking through some of the names, Ernie Pruneda is is Usnavi. He's uh, wonderful. Both the the Nina and Vanessa uh, are great. Ironically, Vanessa is played by Nina V Negron. Um, uh, actual Nina is plays by Ilana Garcia. They're all wonderful. Abuela Claudia is actually someone I've seen play Abuela Claudia before. Uh, Lena Alcantara, um, really fantastic. Kayla Alvarez as Carla, uh, Vicky Campanado, or, uh, let me see if I can get it. Campanico, uh, as Daniela, just great. Uh, I was trying to read my program there, but, uh, if you are in the central Florida area or in the Florida area and want to come highly, highly recommended, uh, the, probably the best non tour show that I've seen in my five ish years since I moved to Orlando. So, uh, Orlando shakes, yeah. T- taken up on that, uh, success of shake shack. Is it right next to a shake shack? No, but there is a Shake Shack in in Winter uh, Winter Park, mm. Winter Park, or Winter Garden. I think it's in Winter Park, um, which is not too far. So if you go to Shake Shack beforehand, go over to Orlando Shakes. Well worth it. All right. So we are coming to you as Morning Matt. Uh, we actually are recording the morning of Thursday because Matt was there last night. Uh, yesterday, uh, the, the news did come out at 10 a.m. as we foretold, predicted. What did we do? That uh, Be More Chill is coming to Broadway, and I think that Jennifer Ashley Tepper may just explode. <laughs> yes, she's very excited, and we'll talk about that in a second. But we were partially right, James. Be More Chill is coming to Broadway, just not at the Belasco, although I still think the tea leaves lined up pretty perfectly if it had mm. been at the Belasco with the whole weird closing date. But we were right from the beginning when we said that Be More Chill will be back in New York in the spring and likely on Broadway because the show will be moving into the Lyceum Theater beginning on um, on February 13th ahead of an opening night on March 10th. That February 13th first preview is just about five weeks after the closing of the house's current tenant, the play that goes wrong. So quick turnaround there. And obviously if you – look at the full picture of this, you have to imagine that the the production that's currently playing at the Signature Center is pretty much going to come intact. Maybe they throw in a few ensemble and, and chorus members. Maybe they expand uh, the set a little bit in terms of size. But for the most part, I wouldn't imagine there'd be wholesale changes from off-Broadway to Broadway. Tickets are on sale now. And James, this, I think, is going to be a very interesting case study for Broadway. It is you know, without just, you know, throwing shade on any other shows, I think this is a pretty thin year in terms of new musicals so far, uh, at, at least what has either opened or been announced. In fact, I would go so far as to say that in terms of things that have definitive plans for this season, 
I would say that Be More Chill is the leader in the clubhouse, so to speak, in terms of best musical. Obviously, other shows, perhaps my best musical pick of Town, will eventually announce things that we haven't seen in an out-of-town tryout yet, like Tootsie could be phenomenal. We just don't have any information on that one yet. But from what we know so far, I think this is a really, really smart move by the producers to bring this in this season. Yeah, um, you know, we do have the anticipated uh, King Kong on Broadway. Uh, that is, it, that I'm excited. Is, Don't throw shade. Don't I'm throw not. Shade I'm, not I'm not throwing shade. I'm, I'm. I'm just saying they are spending a lot of money in marketing, uh, and it seems like that that is going to be an event that will uh, take up much of the oxygen in the room. So I think that this is really a good idea for be more chill. This is very good producing. Uh, I think this is awesome, and uh, well, I, let's tell the Jen Tep sto- uh, story first, and then I have more to say. Okay, yeah, uh, uh, Jennifer Ashley Tepper, one of the producers on the show, very close friend with Joe Iconis, the show's composer, and many of the cast members. She is one of the members of the, quote, Joe Iconis family that does shows, and she produces them and stuff. But um, she put out a really nice little Facebook message yesterday and and talked about the selection of the Lyceum Theater uh, for this show, her history, and obviously Jen Tepper is a, a Broadway historian as well, writes books about the histories of theater, so she knows these theaters intimately. She had her first Broadway credit at the Lyceum as part of the producing team uh, for title of show. So uh, it's a it's a really important thing for her to bring this show to that specific space. And uh, she mentioned in that posting that there were five theaters under consideration. Mm-hmm. Um and she didn't name the theaters, but I think no. it would be a great game to figure out which five it was. Well, and it, well hmm? she actually on, – on Twitter, she actually – what she says is she went around and took pictures of the doors of a lot of the yes. theaters just to mm-hmm. see. And she posted some of them on Twitter. I don't know if she posted them all, but I know she posted some of them throughout the day yesterday uh, on Twitter. So we have to go back and look and see which ones they were. See if we can figure out the doors of Broadway. You ever see uh, – uh, back when I was at Penn State, they had the uh, poster, that Penn, the, the doors of Penn State, and you could uh, – they just had pictures of 30 random doors, and you figured out which ones they were. <laughs> Did no. they, have, they have that at Ohio State? Or were they just no, the they footballs of the footballs of Ohio State? You know, <laughs> no. although Hayes Hall Hayes Hall has the whispering arches, which is always cool. Uh. So. Anyway, another another social media thing that uh, you might want to check out is the Be More Chill social media stuff. Posted uh, just a short minute video of the cast, and then later the creators being told that the show was transferring to Broadway, and they went. Absolutely crazy people falling down, jumping, fist pumping, crying. It's it's really it's playing muted on my screen right now because I hovered over it. Uh, but it's really, really cool. I love those things. As I've often said, I'm a sentimental crier. So anything sentimental like that uh, gets me choked up. So a really cool video, really cool experience for them, because I think a lot of these people who are in this show off Broadway are going to be making their Broadway debuts after you know, being a part of not only this show for a long time, but, uh, you know, being uh, a part of the community for a long time, just not making that Broadway debut. So super pumped for all of them. Uh, Natalie just jumped into the Slack channel, said, hey, where's today on Broadway? So uh, <laughs> we didn't tell anybody we're coming out late. No. Sorry about that. Sorry. Anyway, uh, let's ho- head through this uh, next up in the news. Waitress find Waitress on Broadway finds a new Joe. 
Oh, James. Uh, the uh, the Weislers are going to Weisler, and yesterday <laughs> they Weislered to the extreme <laughs> as they announced that the new diner-owning uh, Old Joe will be played by the Today Show weatherman Al Roker. This is not a joke. <laughs> this is not one of those horrendous April 1st, April Fool's gags that Broadway publications, including my own, uh, like to do. But Al Roker, the Al Roker, will make his Broadway debut as Joe beginning on October 5th for a limited run through November 11th. He will not be playing weekend matinees because Mr. Roker needs his beauty rest on the weekends. He said in a statement, quote, I'm nervous and excited to be making my Broadway debut in such a piconic show. Mm. Oh, God. Uh, my character's name is Old Joe, so I've got half of it down already, and there's pie every night. At least he's he's got the right look on the part, uh, James, with the with the focus on pie. I know that's very important to you. As far as uh, yeah, as far as I know, I don't think he has any acting experience. I mean, uh, maybe was, I think he was, he, he was one of the Sharknados. Never in Chicago before, you know. <laughs> I don't think so, but he was in one of the Sharknados, uh, from what I understand. Yesterday, um, apparently, he's doing some singing lessons. They had video of him uh, taking some singing lessons uh, on the Today Show yesterday. It's uh, it's a thing. Yeah. Mm. So uh, you know, uh, Al went through a dramatic weight loss. Uh, yes, a, number, yes. a number of years ago. So I'm surprised him, to see him focused on pie like I would be focused on pie. Maybe I will be the next to go into Old Joe uh, with my focus on pie. So, um, Could yeah. be. Who knows? All right. So uh, Al Roker doing it up. Hey, um, I, it's not in the script here. I, 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 I heard that the, um, the uh, Head Over Heels people are uh, focusing on getting um, celebrities into the audience and have these celebrities mm. start some Twitter buzz. And so I think that we're going to start to see some celebrities in the very short order go to see Head Over Heels and start tweeting about it, sort of a Kardashian type of uh, at, uh, attempt to uh, bring people into the theater. And again, we love Head Over Heels, so if you haven't seen it, or if you have seen it, go see it again. Yeah, I'd also like to see them get on some TV shows. Yeah. Uh, I know that, that costs be money because there's extra rehearsal times and all that yeah. stuff. But, you know, you would think like something like Al Roker's Today Show would be a great opportunity for them to reach wide audiences. But again, that costs extra money. So who knows? Kathy Lee and Hoda's Wine Hour. Yeah, that would be perfect. Yeah, exactly. What's Rosie up to these days? Uh, uh, planning protests. That's true. She is. More all right. Uh, next up in the news, American Theater, Queer Eye for the Theater Critics, for writing tips. Yes, this is an article that came out yesterday where the American Theater magazine uh, assembled a group of four theater writers um, who are queer identifying and laid out some much needed tips for critics who are going to be reviewing shows that have gender identity issues and LGBTQ issues at the core of the story. Because as we've seen, thanks to Mr. Ben Brantley and the aforementioned head over heels, sometimes if you don't know what you're doing, it can cause problems. Uh, the writers listed out as the, the title said four writing tips. I'm going to run through those real quick. They obviously go into some detail on these, uh, but don't use slurs. That one seems 
fairly obvious. Uh, ask if you're unsure, again, fairly obvious. Uh, number three, just as language is fluid, sexuality and gender identity can be fluid as well. And four, when talking about transness, be respectful and knowledgeable. And what's always interesting about these kind of lists when people are saying, hey, here's what you should do. They seem like they're pretty obvious and we shouldn't have to tell people <laughs> who are fairly intelligent in writing for major publications. But um, the writers and I know one of the writers uh, of this piece, Christian Lewis, he's actually written something uh, that I edited over at Broadway World actually about Head Over Heels. So I know Christian um, and, and I know how important this is to a lot of people because it is another extension of the representation that you see on stage. If Getting uh, representation of whatever, you know, minority groups, uh, whether that's racially, ethnically or, or gender based on stage is a big deal. Having them be treated respectfully by the community is an extension of that and another big deal. So I think it's incumbent on those of us that write about, talk about, podcast about theater, know what we're doing and treat them with the respect that, you know, we wouldn't be throwing out racial slurs, at least we shouldn't um, be racial slurs. So we shouldn't be doing anything of that ilk um, when it comes to gender and queer, uh, uh, you know, performers or writers or storylines. And I think that it just seems so obvious to me, James, I don't know why they have to do this, <laughs> for, especially when it comes from the New York Times of all publications. Yeah, well, you know, it's unfortunately, we live in a world where Obvious things need to be pointed out on every corner of uh, Manhattan. We have a walk and don't walk sign. Like people can't figure out when you should walk and not walk. But I, and my favorite, my yeah, and my favorite ones are the ones that aren't just signs. The ones that actually talk to you, just yeah. in case you're not paying attention. Walk, walk, walk. Yeah. <laughs> okay, Matt. What other do we have in other news? All right. On Wednesday, it was announced that the legendary Mary Beth Peel will play her final performance as the Dowager Empress in Broadway's Anastasia on September 23rd. Her replacement will be announced soon, obviously, because she leaves in like two and a half weeks. Next, yesterday, we also learned... (laughs) Although, (laughs) Kathy Lee Erhoda would, you know... Ah, yeah. I don't think they're uh, old enough for that role. But anyway, um, yesterday, we also learned that the upcoming national tour of A Bronx Tale... Uh, has announced its cast and will feature Joe Barbara as Sonny, Richard H. Blake from the Broadway production as Lorenzo, uh, Joey Barriero as Collegero, Michelle uh, Aravina as Rosina, Brianna Marie, uh, Marie Bell as Jane, and we'll have the rest of the cast in the show notes, and the tour will launch from Rochester on October 14th. Let me, uh, I- let me uh, throw something in tangential to a Bronx tale. Remember... Uh- a few months ago, we had that total idiot at a Bronx Tale in the audience pull out a Trump flag uh, oh, yeah, at, yeah, yeah. at the end of the thing. Happened again. Same idiot at Frozen last night. Uh, and uh, the uh, I forget who it was. One of the actors on stage grabbed the flag away from him and took it away and threw it into the wings. Uh, so we have to identify this this idiot and make sure that nice. he does not get into Broadway shows again. Tangential to your tangential talk about a Bronx tale. Um, speaking of idiots, last night in uh, the song 96,000, which famously from In the Heights from 2008, long before the current incarnation of Donald Trump, uh, they had Donald Trump is referenced and it's very subtle. But the character of Benny, that they don't call him Donald Trump. They, they called him Donald Chump, 
which was very slight. It's hard to tell mm-hmm. while they're wrapping the difference, but it was very clear. They made it very obvious uh, that they did uh, do a slight lyric change, much like Bette Midler did when she returned to Hello, Dolly, uh, and did just want to use the word Trump, obviously not referencing uh, Donald Trump, but she uh, made that little lyric change as well. So I thought that was interesting. But <laughs> anyway, back to the, the last little bit of news. Yesterday, the Tony Awards Administration Committee announced a 2018-2019 nominating committee which will include new members because remember they uh, do three-year, yeah, three-year terms. Uh, then some of the new members include Jerry Dixon, Scott Frankel, Ann Harada, Brandon Jacobs Jenkins, Priscilla Lopez. Speaking of in the Heights, Martina Mayuk, Daphne Rubin Vega, and more. James, they don't let press on these lists for some reason. Apparently, press people aren't allowed to uh, nominate or vote for the Tonys anymore. But being on this list is a life goal for me. So somehow I have to come up with a completely different career path in the theater to hopefully someday get on this list or just marry somebody who gets on the list and then make them take me as their plus one to everything. (laughs) Ann Harada. That's awesome because she posts, she's pretty transparent so we can totally see what (laughs) she's going to vote for. (laughs) That's Ann Harada is the best. I mean, between, uh, I mean, the stuff she's on stage, I I love Ann Harada. Uh, and uh, they do let some press on this, very, very limited press. I mean, I would, uh, I mean, Adam Feldman is still a Tony Awards voter, even though he's strictly press. Uh, they they and did. And karaoke, karaoke yes. performance mm-hmm. as well. Exactly. Uh, and so I would not be surprised if in a couple of years uh, from now we see an Adam Feldman or the, or the like uh, up on this list. And so... Hold it out. Burn that candle every day. And, I guess uh, I'd have. I guess I'd have to move to New York for that to happen, though. Uh, it's hard nah, to be uh, some big Southwest frequent flyer miles you got going uh, there. You know. Yeah, Southwest is, is the very cheap flights, but they do have like uh, Shelia Nevins, who's the president of HBO Documentary Films. Not exactly press, but kind of. You know, mm-hmm. similar-ish. Yeah, uh, but you know, we're not going to let you fly Spirit. Wouldn't make you. Wouldn't make you do that. No, I'm not doing that. I'm going to do that. We like you, man. We do. Thanks. I appreciate it. All right. Why don't you get us out of here? <laughs> All right. Thanks for listening to today on Broadway. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter at Broadway Radio. And you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at BWWMATT. And my name is James Marino from BroadwayRadio.com and BroadwayStars.com. Thanks for spending Thursday with us, a little bit of Thursday morning with us. And uh, Matt and I will be back and talk with you tomorrow. I had to check. I usually say the next day. I know. Sorry. But, <laughs> 